I hate the fact that it's cool to be black these days. Good. I hate this hip-hop fucking influence on white fucking suburbia. Good. And I hate Tabitha Soren and all her Zionist MTV fucking pigs telling us we should get along. Save the rhetorical bullshit, Hillary Rodham Clinton, because it ain't gonna fucking happen. Stream across the border. Over two million illegal immigrants bedding down in this state tonight. Our border policy is a joke. $400 million just to lock up a bunch of illegal immigrants, criminals. There's nothing funny going on here. This is about your life and mine. On the Statue of Liberty, it says, give me your tired, your hungry, your poor. Well, it's Americans who are tired and hungry and poor. And I say until you take care of that, close the fucking book. going on and I don't see anybody doing anything about it and it fucking pisses me off this isn't our fucking neighborhood it's a battlefield
What's up, family? How's everyone doing? Thank you all very much for tuning into the After Christmas episode of the Motherfucking Eagles Nest. It's your boy, John Fashcroft, and we got a packed house tonight, guys. We got a full house joining us uh, for the first time in quite a while, the great Mr. White Tuber. What's up, brother? Hell, what's going on, brother? Uh, good to hang out with you boys. Hell to the chat. It's good to be back. Haven't hung out in a while. Had to come say what's up tonight. I know, man. I was I was glad to see you jump in the chat there, man. Good to have you, brother. Fuck I hope yeah. you had a great Christmas, Bubba. Yeah, definitely. Same yeah. to y'all. And also joining us from the from the underneath from the underside of the earth from upside down world, brother Tipsy. What's up, Bubba? How you doing, bro? Thanks for having me on, man. Merry Christmas to you, your fam, Chuba, your fam, Killer, your fam, and chat, and all your fams. Good to be here. Hey, good to have you, brother. And you heard him. You heard Tipsy say it. Brother Aquila with us as always. How you doing, brother? Oh, I couldn't be better. John, racial greetings. Racial greetings to the panel in the chat. It's a nice Boxing Day up here in snowy Canada. I'm tripping. I got my whole face out here. <laughs> I got my whole face out here. Yeah, it'll be all right. I'll just edit it out. We're good. <laughs> I got my whole ass face out here to 100 people. Just put on some glasses, you know? Now, yeah. Take a screenshot now, guys. There's a shot. <laughs> Great shit. Christmas docs. Oh, uh, yeah, little Christmas docs. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to end that real quick. We're going to go back live. Damn, I'm tripping. Wait. Wait. What are you uh, doing? Yeah, I know. I fucked up. What are you uh, doing, tripping. bro? Uh, you fuck up. You don't fuck up often, but when you do fuck up, you fuck up you hard, fuck up bro. Great, yeah. Fuck up great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, when I do fuck up, I do it good. You do. You fuck up uh, real good when you fuck uh, up, boy. Yeah. <laughs> like your name on there, yeah. your fucking face. Hey, that, I, that was a, <laughs> hey, that was a few years back though. That was fucking crazy. Yeah, that was brutal. Uh, yeah. Thank God, people don't notice half the time. My address will be on here. I just like close yeah. it off fast hey, and shit. And I'm like, retarded. <laughs> I, you know, I always cover up the stream because I don't like to watch the chat because it distracts me. So I pulled down the thing to look, watch the chat, and I see my fucking face just standing there. <laughs> 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 uh, fuck. fuck. See, that's why I don't use that shit. I just use the glasses or whatever and shave. Hey, man, you know look, I mean? man, it's going to be what it's going to be. It's funny. I mean? How you doing, brother? Oh, I couldn't be better. <laughs> it's going to be what it's going to be. It man. is what it is, right? Fuck it. You'll be all right. Yeah, I was a fake face, guys. You're right. I was totally right. using a fake got face. You. Yeah, got, got you. I got you. April <laughs> Fool's. <laughs> <laughs> you really think that's me? Get out of here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't be silly. Oh, man. Don't be silly, guys. John yeah, Fashcroft uh, is refresh. a handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> I am a handsome motherfucker, though. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, yeah, I already know Chip Blast. I already know the feds uh, know who we all are. But uh, I'm trying to prevent any, uh, you know, Antifa types, like the ones that just doxed our boy Night Nation from getting a hold of my face, which it's still, even if they get a hold of my face, it's going to be, like, just because they have my face doesn't mean that they're going to be able to, like, dox me. You know what I mean? Right. Uh like they would have, like you can't like I've tried you can't like reverse image uh, a face a face right? it doesn't right. work you know what I mean Not so yet. I have to it would still have to be someone who knows me right and I'm telling you uh, no one who knows me is going to be willing to ruin my life because everybody who knows me likes me even the ones who know I'm racist don't want to like ruin my fucking son's life <laughs> you know that's all it's going right. to affect it's not going to affect me right? it's not going to hurt me <laughs> right it's going to fuck up my son's like you know college or my wife's job or something like that you know what I mean so yeah. You hear in Australia now they have to call the cops in their own family if they say any anything, bro. If they're even like, like I don't know about these about this, even something That's like that, you get arrested. 
Yeah, that was insane. Like, in the UK, you can't bullshit. even pray. Yeah, it's full. It is. It's full blown, bro. It's scary. Yeah, man. I mean, up here they still got like yeah, CSIS fucks around with my family. Racist, still fucks around with people in my personal life all the time. I constantly get get shit coming back at me all the time, man. So you know, it's what it is, man. Fuck, we supposed to do? Right. Oh man, how fucking hilarious! Merry Christmas, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. That's y'all's fucking Christmas present. You got to see this gorgeous fucking mug. Huh? You got to see this beautiful fucking handsome face. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. You Hold should on. be watching more of Spy Hunters podcasts. Huh? Should have been watching more of Spy Hunters shows. I know. To watch tells my you all ass. about fucking, yeah, he's, he's staying anonymous. I'm actually going to have Spy Hunter on here soon. Uh, Spy Hunter, I saw your message. I try not to get more than three people in the thing because it gets weird, especially when I screen share. Sometimes it starts making it uh, echo. I may have fixed that with the voice meter thing, but I try to keep it to about three people in the thing, four including me, because it gets clogged up. But I do want to have you on here soon, brother, and talk about that tech shit. I'm happy uh, to bail if you, you want to chuck your ball, man. I only jumped in because no, I've... Uh, got no plans really uh, i'd planned on streaming a lot longer than than i did so no you don't gotta build brother you're good uh we'll have him on actually man uh mr white tuber will probably remember this so when i first started streaming uh my first show was always called uh the eagle's nest but i also had a show with a guy who goes by the name uh or went by the name. I don't even know if he's still around. He went by the name of Uncle Ted eighty eight. He ran around with the uh, Asmodor, the uh, the crypto. You did a show, group. Uncle Ted? Really? Yeah. Remember, it was called. Uh, wait, it was, I thought it was, it was the other Freedom, guy. It wasn't it was Uncle Ted. Freedom, it was called Freedom Club. Yeah, it was. You called sure Freedom it was him? Club. I thought I'm it was him. Hundred positive. I'm hundred percent oh, positive. If, yeah, if you go to his D Live page this day, it still says Freedom Club is coming back. Cause you know we split. I parted ways with the story. Oh, crowd. you're right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. So uh, it was with Uncle Ted, and we called it Freedom Club because that's what uh, Ted Kaczynski wrote under. He wrote under the name Freedom Club. And so the, right. one of the first shows I ever had was uh, going to be about uh, anti-tech shit. So yeah, and yeah, it's a good topic. All right, let's say what's up to everybody now that I've uh, showed you all this gorgeous fucking uh, profile here. Uh, what's up, family? Spy Hunter, what's up, fam? Team Aryan, uh, what's up, brother? Drop, what's up, uh, Mad World 2, what's up, family? Uh, who we got here? Night Nation, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Chimp Blaster, what's up, bub? Good to see you, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Bush, what's up, family? Dandelion, what's up, brother? Lady Mjolnir, what's up, sis? Uh, Biggest Smalls, what's up, brother? Hasselhoff, what's up, fam? Aryan Art, what's up, Bubba? Holy shit, Mr. White Tuber's got like a fucking biker rally in his backyard going on. Uh, <laughs> he was super yeah. uh, No warning either. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Pert, what's up, brother? Rock, what's up, Bub? Confederate Scott, what's up, brother? Uh, he says 4chan can. Yeah. I don't know about that, man. I'm going to call bullshit on a little bit of that. I even call bullshit on... I've, I've, I've thought about this here in the past. Uh, here, here recently, I guess I should say. I've thought about this. I call bullshit on a lot of, like, the 4chan things. I think they got, like, a lot more help than they say they did with, like, the tracking flight patterns and shit. And I don't think that they can just go grab a motherfucker's face. I don't think you can just grab that picture of my face and find me. I think you would have to find someone who knows me who's willing to say, yeah, that is... Blankety blank, right? And, and, and now that, what's the worst they can do? Like fucking well, try to I'll embarrass you, you? 
You know, no, I'll tell I mean, you like, this. This is something that is actually a concern that they actually can do. That this the only. It's the only reason I don't stream without my with my face on, is my wife's job is highly corporate. Like she works for a huge corporation. They'll fire her ass, and they can also make it very hard for your kids to get into college, which is where my kid is about to go. You know what I mean? So yeah, they can't do shit to me. Right, I'm not gonna lose my job. I'm not gonna become unemployable. I'm a fucking good electrician, and I have a badass resume. I'm always gonna have a job, but they can like come after your kid's education and your wife's job and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, say, say someone's wife worked in like uh, the health industry. Say your wife was like a bit like a nurse, right, or something like that. They could absolutely come after her job if your wife was like a, a, a HR director, right, at some fucking. <laughs> Thing they could come after the job and get you for. I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, even if you have your own business, you saw what they did to Dingo, right? They had they, yeah. they fucking they tank Dingo's and Dad's entire fucking business, <coughs> man. Well, look at what they're doing to the um, the boxing gym down here in Australia. Yeah, I didn't even know they were doing something to a boxing gym down there. Yeah, and they're trying. They to get fucked up Texas. Down, bro. They fucked up Texas vets shit real bad. I remember I was on a stream one day. He's like, "My name is Tom Johnson or whatever," you know. I'm like, why are you doing that for, man? And then don't like a week that. later, yeah. his life destroyed. I'm like, why do you do that? that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like someone in the chat said, like, why make it easy for him? I think it was they called yeah. me for Like, why make it easy for him? Like, make these motherfuckers work for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I can't even say the whole thing, but I, I got they're 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 coming coming against one of my my loved ones' jobs right now, going after that. So, Napalm, a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, Napalm, like, what's up, brother? Like, only death is real. What's up, fam? Southern asshole. What's up, bub? How you doing, man? Jack Dark. What's up, bubba? Rex Kwando. What's up, brother? Lady Mjolnir. What's up, sis? Dandelion. He says, uh, now you'll see your face all over the internet because Antifa and whatever probably screen captured it and published it, etc. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, well. we'll hey, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll kind of be a little bit, I would, uh, I'd be a little bit flabber, uh, flattered if Antifa was here in the first five minutes of my show, like, Stalking, <laughs> <laughs> waiting to screen cap shit. I would actually be pretty flattered. I would, I would be willing to say it's more likely that uh, somebody that's in a member of the chat is, is Antifa, right, or something like that. But I just doubt it. I doubt it. But we'll see, man. If that's what happens. Uh, so be it. Smitty, what's up, family? Boris, what's up, brother? Pedal fast, what's up, family? Uh, Alex Duganis, what's up, brother? Uh, Flockus Merlin, what's up, fam? Chain reaction, Nazi dog, what's up, family? Q tarded. Uh, Southern History. What's up, brother? What is that? Let me see what that is. Uh, 4chan is hit or miss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't, I don't have as much confidence in them as most people do. Uh, I think a lot of the Shia LaBeouf shit that they pulled off, I think they had a lot more help than they laid off, they let on. Uh. It's like a higher IQ, Q, uh, Q. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think I got everybody. If I missed you, I'm sorry. The chat's scrolling and I'm fucking way behind. Thank you all very much. I want to say thank you to... Adult white female says, now show us your nipples. Just kidding. <laughs> Y'all really ain't ready. Show your asshole. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me, uh, next, I'll show my bare asshole in the camera next for, for super chats. All right? Will that get me? Yeah, maybe then I can have fucking 3,000 yeah, 3, live boxing. Yeah, yeah, get the whole A-log, A-log crew out. Snort some coke and show your ass, dude. Oh, fuck. Uh, she says, just kidding. One reveal a year is all I can handle. Hope you had a great Christmas. I did. Thank you very much. Yes, I hope you had a great one as well. Uh, Nazi Dog says, mustache game is strong. Yeah. <laughs> I keep my shit trimmed up. 
can't walk around looking like a fucking homeless person. Uh, <laughs> Night Nation screaming Johnny, telling me I'm being a fucking idiot. Uh, thank you, Night Nation. Uh, Chimp Blaster, <laughs> what's up, brother? I hope you had a nice Christmas as well. Thank you very much. Uh, 88, what's up, brother? Uh, Hail, I guess. O slash O, I don't know how to say your name, but what's up, brother? Thank you very much. Uh, Face and Flint, what's up, brother? He says, hail to all. Hail to you, brother. Thank you very much. Is that everybody? Yeah, the the guy that gave you the 88, um, he's just a based uh, orange juice lover. Like Likes to order orange juices. What? I'm missing. I'm missing what's going on there, but uh, <laughs> kind of Australian joke. No, yeah, Rand yeah. does it when, when somebody like that does the hail in chat, and, uh, and I've stolen it from him. Uh, anytime somebody does it to me, I, um, I tell Murdoch Chair, my barmaid, to, to go and get him an orange juice. <laughs> right on. You better be careful. The cops are gonna get you saying all that shit. They, oh, hey, the cops. what's the worst they can do? Uh, no Shoot bullshit. Literally ass. in Australia, that's actually possible, Tuber. Yeah, dude. Right? For saying it like, they were like saying something. Vi- <laughs> you said something violent about orange juice, Tipsy. We can't fucking have that. Mm. Yeah. Well, did you see the, the bird over in England? Fucking praying in her head out the front yeah. of the abortionist clinic. Fucking getting arrested. Wait, what? That'd be dope. Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen it, Ash? Yeah, give no, me the video. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, dude, uh, what Hang on, I'll, I'll forward it to you on Telegram. So this lady was standing outside of a, a closed abortion clinic. They're like, hey, you're not protesting, are you? She's like, no, I'm just standing here. Like, are you praying? Like, maybe a little bit in my head. All right, all right do you want to come with us? They're like, why? Because you're under arrest. I'm like, what? Yeah, you're under arrest for investigating. You're protesting for praying silently in your head. Yeah, it's so fucked up, dude. Yeah. Like, the fuck? Holy shit. Arrested yeah, for dude. praying, huh? Yes. Alone yeah. in your head. Hell yeah. And this was where? In Australia? Why in uh, England. In England? Oh, England's fucked. I, <laughs> uh, as it, I, and I say that, it, not, and you guys know, I'm not saying that as if America isn't. But, like, I saw a fucking video on Telegram. I wonder if I can find it real quick. And it was, like, a fucking clothing store in London. And it's just a bitch-clearing fucking brawl of niggers and fucking uh, Muslims. There's not a white person in the fucking store, dude. Uh, yeah, they do it, man. All the yeah. all their wars come to our countries when you, when we bring them. Yeah, chain reaction. I'll edit it. Uh, so just real quick before we get into this. Yes, I will edit that out, and I will put this up. Also, guys, for anybody who's listening and wondering why the fuck I didn't upload last week's show, I just got too busy. I got too busy with everything, so I'm going to edit it on to the end of this show. So I'll be uploading a really long, like a four-hour show probably tomorrow since I've got to edit this one and shit. Uh, but I'll have this edited out and, the, and uh, Thursday's show added on to the ass end of it. So I'll upload them all as one. But anyway, uh, yeah, this, so the, yeah, in fucking London, there's like just uh, it's, it's absolutely overrun by fucking non-watch, just like America is. You know what I mean? Just like America is. Uh Matter of fact, I guess we can go on and get to that. Uh, did you send me the thing, Tipsy? Let's we'll watch the thing. No, nah, I have to go and find the tab that I closed. No, you're good. Right. So I can do. So yeah, I'll get it to you soon. Speaking of our know. countries being fucking overrun by this shit, there here is. is uh, we'll start here. We'll start with Buffalo. You guys heard about the uh, blizzard and shit that took over the country, right? The blizzard that yeah. swept over the, the eastern sea, uh, eastern uh, United States. Well, have you seen uh, the, the, the shit that's been going on in Buffalo as a result of it? Unfortunately. So here we got a little video. This is actually an e- a great edit that I wanted to use by Black Lives Matter because this is actually the whole news story, I, I'm pretty sure. 
But uh, Black Lives Matter made it a little bit better. So we're going to watch this real quick. And we got another clip out of Buffalo that's just fucking absolutely and fucking insane. And it just further illustrates the downfall of this shithole country. We have seen. Oh, hold on, guys. My bad. Let me get this shared for y'all. That's Black, Black Crimes Matter. Is the, is the channel? Yep. Yeah, I found the, the link to you for you to Yeah, trash. Black Crimes Matter is an awesome fucking channel. Uh, anybody who's on Telegram should go find the channel Black Crimes Matter and follow it immediately. In claims across social media of looting in the city of Buffalo and it's in different areas. Alyssa sent us these videos near Grant and West Ferry. Oh, shit, it seems to show businesses Fuck. with smashed windows. Another video shows a disheveled 7-Eleven near Hampshire and Niagara. Tonight, shows, state I? police say only a few Any incidents have been confirmed, but we are hearing of more happening, including on Bailey Avenue. We have had no sound confirmed on reports end. of looting incidents where law enforcement has been dispatched and we responded. Those are our still. What's up now? We had no sound on oh, our side. Got sound? What the fuck? Oh, okay. I know they got sound on their side. Uh, hold on, let me fix that. There we go. I'll start it back over here real quick. The Buffalo and it's in different areas. Alyssa sent us these videos near Grant and West Ferry. It seems to show businesses with smashed windows. Another video shows a disheveled 7-Eleven near Hampshire and Niagara. Tonight, state police say only a few incidents have been confirmed, but we are hearing of more happening, including on Bailey Avenue. We have had two confirmed reports of looting incidents where law enforcement has been dispatched and we responded. Those are still under investigation as we speak. Those are isolated incidents. It's not reflective of the great community we have here in Western New York. And I'm sure that they'll be limited to those two incidents. Or at least that's our I'm hope. sure they will. And now a word from our sponsors. Holidays, holidays. During Sears two-day holiday kickoff, doors open early at 8 a.m. with exciting values and gift ideas throughout the entire store. Hurry, sale ends Saturday. You are not only the victims of what they call managed news, you're the victims of suppressed news. So yeah, there you have it. This is what happens when you have Negroes over in your country and your country goes into a, a, a state of um, emergency, right? So instead of coming together as a community, like you see white communities do, like in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and you've seen all those communities with rifles uh, protecting their neighborhoods, like you've seen after Katrina, when Negroes started to try to overrun the, uh, the, the white neighborhoods after the, floods of, uh, after the floods, after their neighborhoods flooded, uh, instead of coming together, these Negroes, every time, without exception, go out and start tearing apart the community. They, start, they use these disasters as a means to tear down the community. To rob and loot. Every fucking time, dude. Yeah. Any excuse will do for them. Every fucking time. You never see them come together, at, you know, uh, in a state of solidarity. Not even as a black community, right? Much less in our uh, communities, but not even as their own black community. They can't even come together on their own as a black community to keep their shit together. And then we got this shit right here. Have you guys seen this? No, this is the one I haven't seen yet. Let me see this one. Look at this oh, fucking brutal shit, dude. This is the, you know, this is this is the exact same thing as I've, I've talked about before with the, the, the Jamaican niggers that were chopping the bodies in the wheelbarrows and, like, screaming at the camera and all happy and shit. This is the same 
the same exact temperament, right? I think that's the word. Essence, temperament. whatever. Essence, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. This is the same uh, bio spirit. <laughs> this is niggas the same bio spirit. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say niggas who grift to call it the bio spirit. <laughs> this is the Negro bio spirit in action right here. Watch this. This poor fuck, whoever this guy is, has froze to death. This is a dead fucking body frozen in the in the dirt. Or in the snow. This is crazy. Did you record it? Yes, I'm recording. Yo, Yo we in this shit, bro. This shit is not acceptable. Look at this fucking legend. Oh my bro. god. This is a gangster. This, this OG right here. This OG right here, bro. This is an OG right here. Come in. The way I'm looking here, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Tell me what you guys are seeing here. Looking at this. This looks like a Negro with his pants sagging, right? And like uh, one of these, uh, I, won't, I don't want to say high dollar, but one of these puffy coats that like the gangbanger niggers wear, right? With the fur and shit around it, right? Yeah, so like this doesn't, that weed? yeah. Well, good, I don't know. I think it's got to be, uh, it's got, well, I was going to say, I think it's got to be fur because they said his dick is hanging out, but that don't mean shit, right? It could still be a weave. some big tranny nigger with his dick hanging out here. Uh, but, yeah, so this looks to me like some gangbanger, right? This looks like some Negro that was working the block and froze to death out there, right? So this could absolutely be this guy. Th this could be this kid that's talking next winter. It was probably a looter where his finest Or a looter. Yeah, yeah, and he couldn't walk. He couldn't walk in the snow. He fell over because his pants right. were sagging, and he died there. <laughs> <laughs> he got frostbite on his ass, so he had to rest. <laughs> he couldn't walk in the snow because his pants were sagging, and he fell over and died right there. Could have been a that's it. That's exactly team. what happened. You know, oh crackhead not prepared for the for the um, blizzard. You know, needs to go out and cop. Cops if, starts beating off. Freezes. If, if this is yep. if this is a crackhead, it's my opinion. This is a recent uh, convert to crackheadism because he mm, looks like amateur. he's well dressed. It looks like he's well dressed, right? This is probably like a drug dealer who just fall victim to his own product, maybe. But he looks to be decently well dressed. So I'm, I really do think this was some sort of drug dealer negro who's probably drunk on the block, selling drugs and trying to walk home and fell over drunk because his pants were sagging and he laid there and froze to death. That's why his Sick. dick is hanging out because he was sagging his pants, right? Yeah, that's what killed him. <laughs> dick, dick froze first, and the rest of them just yeah. fucking. He's like, no, my yeah. dick. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's you know just more dispatches from America and collapse, man. You know what I mean? That's what it is. You got Negroes when when the freeze comes. You got Negroes looting the local fucking uh, electronic stores and laughing at dead bodies in the street. I mean, it's just fucking absurd, man. Yeah, Buffalo is oh. all blacks, bro. Yeah, 100%. Black, yeah. uh. No, I'm going to choose to look at this as uh, nature just trying to correct the course of things. Well, I mean, right. uh, even the stores being, like, broken into <laughs> and, like, <Yeah>. tore down. <laughs> yeah. Technically, yeah, technically, yes. <laughs> yeah, technically, <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, have you guys heard of uh, Spanish or Mexican Independence Day? Isn't know. that like um, where they get drunk, right? Cinco de Mayo? Well, that's every day. 
<laughs> we're talking about Tuesday, Tuber. We're talking about Mexican Independence Day, <laughs> not Tuesday. Uh, no, so Mexican Independence Day, I actually did not even know that this was a thing that happened in, uh, like, the Midwest, I guess, Chicago, right? So this is a thing in Chicago, and Beefy actually sent me this video that we're going to watch here. And when he first sent it to me, he says, uh, you should see all these fucking non-whites in, uh, at this fucking Mexican Independence Day parade. And I saw it was in Chicago, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, Chicago's full of Dominicans, right? Puerto Ricans, fucking, and, and the like, and that kind of shit, right? Uh, no, these are straight up fucking, like, Guadalajara, Tijuana Mexicans. These are oh, fucking, shit. like, fucking driving down the street flying Mexican flags in motherfucking Chicago, dude. Like, you know what I mean? I expected to see a lot of, like, Puerto Rican and Cuban flags and shit like that. But no, dude, it is all, well, I can't say all, but it is, like, almost all fucking Mexican people. Look at this shit. It's that pure shit. Yeah. Look at Where's how many of Where's them the Chicago gangbangers when you need them? You know, they're shooting up every, each other. Why can't you guys, guys take care of the Mexicans for people? I think they got Mexican gangs, don't they, Chicago? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, like, yeah, exactly. Latin Kings and shit like that. But, though, but exactly, Tuber. No, that's exactly what I was saying. They do. They've got, like, the Latin Kings and shit like that. You know what I mean? MS-13. But, uh, but they're not supposed to be Mexicans, I thought. Right. Those are, yes, exactly. Those are Puerto <laughs> yeah. Ricans and Cubans and shit like that. Right. You know what I mean? They're not supposed uh. to be Mexicans, right? So we talked. <laughs> I was on Chihuahua's show a week or so ago, and we talked about it a few times on this show. We talked about the Reconquista of the Southwest, right? And this being an idea that Mexicans have always had since the uh, Treaty of uh, Hidalgo-Guadalupe, or whatever the fuck it's called, Guadalupe-Hidalgo. That was the treaty that separated the U.S. from uh, Mexico. Ever since then, they have been trying, it has been a plan of every Mexican to take back the southwest United States. They call it Aslan. There was actually a fucking thing called the Plan of San Diego uh, that was originally brought up here. Let me... Get this thing pulled up. The plan of San Diego. Talking about this a couple years ago, bro. Yeah, yeah. The plan of San Diego. I'll pull this up real quick. I've got it right here. As a matter of fact, this happened directly after what they called the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo, I believe it was. And here it is, right here. Boom. Let me get this down. Pull this up. Boom. All right. So here we have it. The uh, get this off there. The planet. Oh, you guys ain't gonna be able to see it there. The planet of San Diego. Uh, in 1915, uh, was uh, so drafted in San Diego, Texas, in 1915 by a group of unidentified Mexican and Tejano rebels who hoped to secede Arizona, New Mexico, California, and Texas from the United States. It called for a general uprising uh, scheduled for February 20th, 1915 and the assassination of every non-Latin male over the age of 16 uh, to include all of South Texas. Germans were excluded from the killings. (laughs) And shortly thereafter, the infamous Zimmerman note disclosed German efforts to involve Mexico and to involve Mexico and America in war, thereby diverting American aid to the Allies. The San Diego plan was part of the plot, which collapsed immediately upon discovery. So, yeah, this is back in 1915. These uh, Mexican revolutionaries were planning to take back the fucking southwest United States and kill every white man over the age of 16. Jeez. Yeah, and this is all... And this, is, this isn't this is even the thing I was actually talking about, to be honest with you. 
Uh, this is something separate because there was also another thing that happened directly after the Treaty of Hidalgo Guadalupe. I can't remember exactly what it was. And uh, it was basically setting the groundwork for this shit right here, right? Uh, directly after the Treaty of Guadalupe, uh, Hidalgo Guadalupe, they immediately started planning to, to crawfish on it, right? To start taking back the U.S. by force. And they're doing it. They're fucking doing it, right? That's the thing. They're successfully fucking doing it. Here we go, right here. Uh, this is uh, this dude riding his bike. This is some, like, uh, YouTube guy that rides his bike around these things. So check this out. Dual exhaust, man. Burnt my misguided gloves. Melting them together. Look at how beautiful this is, man. Funny thing about these bikes. So funny thing about these bikes. A lot, so I don't know. A lot of people might not know this. Not all of them, but a couple of these bikes are like small, like Groms, right? They're just like 150s. They're real small bikes. They're not very big at all. Like they don't go over 50, 60 miles an hour. A lot of those bikes they got out there. Yeah, but look at this. Look, Mexican flags. Look at this. The streets flooded, going every fucking direction. Look at this. This shit right here is why I tell you guys, whites are absolutely a minority in this country. Absolutely, 100%. I, I, I struggle to say that we're a plurality. I struggle to say that we are even a plurality anymore. They're all dancing in the street. Yeah, look at this shit. I seen this shit down here. They ride around like giant like caravans of Mexicans and the flags and shit, bro. Yeah, uh Rex Quando, yeah, like 150 cc's. They're like Groms and Ruckuses, and there are a couple other Kawasaki makes one, Honda makes the Ruckus, uh, and the Grom, and Kawasaki makes a couple, Yamaha make a couple. They're like these small uh small like engine motorcycles that look like Cross rockets, right? But they're not—they're not like a, 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 a Hayabusa, right? One thousand or anything like that. They're small engine. But yeah, look. Just fucking getting drunk in the fucking other street. Look at this Mexican flag. So look at that. There's not like a fucking Dominican flag, not a port. Look at this. This is almost all fucking Mexicans in goddamn Chicago, dude. Yeah, a lot of Mexicans everywhere, bud. Holy shit. Dude, I saw them in fucking Pennsylvania, and I couldn't believe it. I heard they're in Alaska and shit. You got the Trump Tower in the background there. Yeah, look. Good job, <laughs> <you> fucking bitch. <laughs> Isn't that the fucking most beautiful fucking backdrop right there? Look. Trump just right there in the fucking background. Holy shit. He could have stopped it, but he didn't. Got a nice wall, retard. So the cops just let it happen. Mexican Independence Day parade in Little Village due to COVID and downtown just kind of effectively became the new party spot. Uh, concerning Caucasian, if you're saying our beaners that big of a portion to make us a minority, no, not, not Mexicans on their own. Although, I don't really know. It looks like they might be. No, not Mexicans on their own. But what I mean by us being a minority in this country is that when you put white people, the founding stock of this country, up against all of the disparate races, non-white races in this country, we are by far a minority. And I struggle to to 
believe that we're even a plurality anymore, right? So a plurality means that we are more uh, when put up against any one race, right? There are more whites than there are actual blacks. There are more whites than there actually are Mexicans individually. There are more blacks than there are Arabs or whites than there are Arabs individually. But, man, I don't even know that that is true with fucking Mexicans anymore. I mean, think of it, dude. There are millions coming over the fucking border weekly. Weekly. Millions of Mexicans are coming over that border, man. I'm starting to think the same about my country too, Fash. Um, we're fortunately uh, an island, so they, they, they can't just walk over. But our government's allowing them in. Like I, I was looking at this uh, interactive map that the SBS put out uh, recently, and it, it gives you a rough percentage breakdown of every suburb here in this country, and it, it's not looking fucking good, man. Fuck no. Canada's yeah, the same man. Mexico's guys. a fucking nightmare. Hell. Yeah, they ship them up here, man. It's fucking crazy. We have, our, uh, supposedly, Canada has more demographic change than any other white country per capita. Um, Damn. You can you can see it everywhere, man. Like there's up here, there's no more. Like they terraform the voter the voter base, so there, there's there, there's never going to be a fair election ever again in this country, in our country for sure. Never was. No. No, there never has been, brother. There never fucking has been, and we've proven that with the Wilmington riots and the shit we, we talked about with the Union League. They were doing this shit before the fucking Civil War. That's what the Bleeding of Kansas fight was all about. The Bleeding of Kansas, which is credited with being the first fight of the U.S. Civil War, the first actual hot battle of the U.S. Civil War. Go look it up. It's called the Bleeding of Kansas. That actually happened over voter shit, right? Over voter fraud because people were coming in. From, so what the, the story behind it is, uh, at this time, just before the Civil War, they had broken slavery down to a state's rights issue, right? You could either vote for slavery to be legal or illegal in your state, and the federal government was going to stay out of it. Well, Kansas was one of the last states that hadn't taken that vote. So they brought a whole bunch of carpet-bagging fucking Jewish faggots from the north down uh, and flooded Kansas with uh, abolitionist votes. So when the south heard of that, they sent a bunch of uh, Confederate people, people from the south, up to Kansas to even out the vote, right, for, for pro-slavery, right, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, pro-confederacy, whatever. Uh, and that created a fight, right? That started a fight, a big war in Kansas called the Bleeding of Kansas. So from the Wilmington Rebellion, uh, the Union League, the Bleeding of Kansas, all the way back in the fucking 1800s, our fucking elections have always been fucky. Always. They've always been fucky. No question. Uh, here we go. This is a map. Here's a, a map uh, uh, kind of proving what I'm talking about here. So if we look at this map uh, somebody sent in, I forget who it was, but let me pull this up. Boom. Says it right here. The majority race in Dallas overall is white, but it is 46.9% of residents. So still under half. Whites are still under half. So it's showing exactly what I'm saying, right? That when put up against all other non-white races, we are the minority, 100%. So the majority race in Dallas overall is white, with 469 of residents uh, being white. The next most common racial group is Hispanic at 28%. Uh, there are more white people in the northwest areas of the city. People who identify as Hispanic are likely to be living in the southwest. The data below shows many people identify themselves as each of the following races, which most Americans based on their family's national origin. But here's here again, we also have... So this shows... Uh, this, this does prove my point already, right? But we also have to think of this 
white Hispanic category that they've been pushing for the past fucking 20 years, right? You go look at the fucking goddamn FBI's uh, Most Wanted, it's a bunch of Mexican dudes like Alejandro Roberto Gonzalez listed as white, right? So you also have to take these statistics with a grain of salt, man. But even that being said, this still proves what I'm saying, right? So, yeah, man, we're in deep fucking shit. Yeah, I don't believe them, right? I, I I think it's worse. I think the racial demographics in this country are actually worse than uh they let us than they lead on, right? Hundred fucking percent. And just to, to address the, the chat, it's not black pilling. Like these are just simple facts of the situation we're living in. Like you yeah. call it black pilling if you want, but like the, the real definition of the black pill is understanding. The I want to ask the chat a question real quick about this black pill question. All right. <clears throat> imagine, <clears throat> imagine you're a fighter or some sort of competitor, right? So I'm going to use uh, the fighter analogy for this, right? If you're an up and coming fighter. You want to become a champion, right? You want to hold that fucking belt. Is it a black pill that you have to fight the fucking champion at some point in time? Right, like there are going to be challenges in front of you. You can't call those black pills. You can't call tough situations black pills. They're just what it is, right? It's something we have to overcome, right? When adversity stares you in the face, that's not a black pill. That's a challenge, and we're supposed to meet those challenges. Hell yeah. Uh, so speaking of this Mexican Independence Day, here we've got... Uh, <laughs> Top cop, uh, we are going to make adjustments. Let me mute this real quick. Somebody's like wrestling with their microphone. Uh, we are going to make adjustments. Uh, top cops, we are going to make adjustments following carjacking, robbery, shootings, and gridlock that marred up the pre-dawn Mexican Independence Day. <laughs> so during all that shit we were showing there, uh, there were, what, two shootings, a carjacking, and all kinds of fucking shit. And one day, like one night, just a few hours. There were two shootings, tens of thousands of revelers and cars donning Mexican flags and colors took over downtown into the early hours of Saturday in celebration of Mexican Independence Day. Among the excited, excited crowds enjoying themselves, at least two men were shot, others were robbed, and carjacked downtown, officials said, adding, the mo adding that most festivities weren't violent, right? Because every fucking body at the fucking place didn't get shot, stabbed, robbed, or carjacked. Most of it was nonviolent. Get the fuck out of here. This is so fucking wild, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, they just fucking lie and act like nothing's happening, man. They just lie and act like this is, oh, these are isolated incidents. You can't even, later on, later on down in this article, they're like, oh, you can't even say that technically it was because of this, right? They just, people get shot and stabbed and carjacked sometimes. You can't say it was because of this parade. <laughs> fucking crazy shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, same thing with the BLM protests. They did the same thing. You know, most protests were, were peaceful. Right. The, remember the black anchor with the fucking building burning behind him? Talk about peaceful protests. Yeah. Oh, same shit. Yeah. Additionally, cars, caravans, and drag racing created total gridlock, causing people fright and others delays in getting to work. Mary Lawyer Lightfoot said, our cultural pride was on display this day. Her cultural fucking pride was here. on display that day. Fucking shootings, stabbings, fucking 
citizens frightened to go to fucking work. Yeah, your cultural fucking yeah, it was your cultural fucking pride shining bright. Fucking you nigger troll. Uh, Public safety was an issue, Brown said, as well as attacks on officers, including one brawl that involved someone throwing a frozen water bottle in the face of an officer who had to be hospitalized. Uh, <laughs> we don't. We do believe both. Inv- okay. Uh, here. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. So one report or one guy says uh, we do believe that both incidents were directly related to the caravans. Police, police chief Brian McDermott said when asked about the shootings. Brown down, but Brown downplayed the attacks. But so whoever Brown is, he says. So whoever uh, whoever this Brown guy is says. We don't have any information as of now that the carjackings were related to the caravan at all, Brown said. Overall, said Brown, there was no violence. <laughs> Whoever this Brown guy is, who the fuck is this? Uh, Officer uh, Chicago, that's the superintendent of police saying that. The police superintendent, David Brown, is the one saying that there's no proof that these shootings and carjackings and stabbings and robberies Prove it, Glenn. Yeah, prove it. Yeah, prove it. Show me the video. Yeah, Yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, we need to have an investigation. Let's investigate first before we assume as part of the giant gathering of fucking angry, violent Mexicans. Here he says, uh, uh, Superintendent Brown says, I wouldn't want to conflate any single kind of one-off incident with this whole thing as being violent. That would be inaccurate. It's just one-off incidents, right? Just one-off incidents. Just like the multiple shootings at George Floyd Square. Every time they do a news report, there's one-off incidents. One-off. Every fucking time. One-off. Who knows? Shit can happen anywhere, it's, guys. It's kind it's of funny how they do these fucking... Like, they bend themselves backward with these lies. Like, they're getting more and more ridiculous. You know, I love it. I love it, too. I it's fucking like love it. Watching dude. them squirm. Uh-huh. Trying to yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like watching a rat in a fucking heating in a pot that's heating up, just trying to scratch up the wall, and it keeps exactly. sliding back down. He's trying to scratch up the wall, and he keeps sliding back down. Yeah, like, like with your analogy, face. John, like you, you're talking about fighting the champ at some point. You know, like your team has to do research on the people you fight, right? And imagine, like, as you come up through the ranks, each fighter, you're finding out stories about how they're fucking drinking on their in their camp. They're they're fucking up. They're not training properly. Their coaches are retard. Right, so you're getting info. You're learning how you're going to beat these people. That's how you got to think about it. Yeah, because they're retards. Look at this. Well said. Hundred percent, brother. Hundred percent. Yeah, you can't have the losing mentality, right? You got to have a winner's mentality because we're winners, right? You got to choose, right? You have to choose to be a winner. Bottom line, right? And then do the work, put the work in, have a good camp, be disciplined, right? That's why we say all the things we say. Even if it's only one small step every day, every, every one day, of those bro. small steps will build to something. Hell yes. Yeah. I, I pissed off NNR's chat like a couple of weeks ago because I was I was doing my, my 3.0 shilling and, and uh, you know, his chat was pretty blackpilled at that moment and uh, they weren't very happy with More me. Middle- but, you know, it was like, like, that's kind of what I was trying to say. I was trying to, I, I wish I would have used your analogy at that time, you know, like to put it into context because so you can't like stare into the void, stare into the abyss and think that like, cause you're going to fall in that shit. Like, it's like, you got to believe you can fucking fly, you know, it's a mentality, yep. right? Exactly. hundred percent, man. And uh, <laughs> speaking of people who think they can fly, this is the, actually kind of a continuation of uh, what we did last week. Remember, uh, White Tuber, yeah. do you remember a while back, this was maybe a year ago, maybe, maybe not that long ago, but you and I covered on this show 
there was a a, 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 a a Negro wrestler who had no legs, remember? And he had the colostomy bag. <laughs> yes. And they were making people wrestle him and shit, abusing everybody. Didn't he get an upgrade <laughs> recently? This, well, li- he, this little nigga. I don't know. I don't know if it's the same guy. But I, 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 thought, I think it is, bro. It has to be. Drake can't well, be two niggas with no legs. Well, there's actually three niggas with no legs. No, no, legs. wait, wait. What they're doing here is that they're trying to build a rebuttal to fucking No Face Nate. They want no leg niggas. Yeah, no leg oh, niggas. Yeah, no, yeah. Response to No Face Nate, no leg niggas. Uh, so last uh, Thursday, brother, we watched an MMA fighter, a black MMA fighter with no legs. And you could see yes, in I his see shorts. That. Bro, you could see in his shorts, his shit bag tied up in his shorts, and he's flopping what? around fighting. Yeah, because he has no... Ability to process waste, Shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's got a colostomy bag, just like the rest of uh, Negro did. Uh, and now this has become a phenomenon throughout the United States. Can you guys still see the screen? Yeah, mate. Yeah. What <laughs> is the one, pre- guys? What is the one prerequisite for basketball? Fucking legs. Tall. Height. Right. They have a legless Negro playing basketball <laughs> on the fucking <laughs> news. <laughs> you know what? He scores. Like, think about that. They, 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 like, Listen, nigga, you better let this no leg nigga score on you, motherfucker. Yeah. Your your scholarship will be ruined. (laughs) We'll send you back to the ghetto with your nigga daddy. You understand me? (laughs) Wait wait till we see, like, the combinations in the team where... Instead of throwing the ball, they throw the no-legged digger up to. Oh, yeah. No, they, they just the ball no, and just throw him in the hoop. <laughs> no, they yeah, don't. They can't do that. That's just, they, they just throw like him in the hoop. They just shoot the Negro. Yeah. <laughs> School has a new put, player on its boys' basketball on team. A young man who was born. Well, this is Black Lives Black Crimes Matter, bro. They oh, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, this is our guys did that. Without legs, Josiah Johnson was born without legs, but that doesn't stop him from doing what he loves. Johnson has been playing basketball since kindergarten, and this is his first year on a team. He tried <laughs> he out kicks. and made the more middle school team. He's never let any limitations <laughs> slow him down. <laughs> Not only did he make his team on Thursday night, he started. And he also performed a young basketball player with a simple message. What's up, Tissy? Uh, MGC is asking in the chat if you've seen his dollar chat. No, fuck. But when you said hey, chat, it's... I looked over and seen Jay Fox. Thank you very much, brother. Good looking out. Yo. Good seeing you, brother. Uh, he, he's got we... something Shout to talk about uh, with, about the fucking Mexicans, I think. I think that's what it is. Okay, let's see. MGC says, thank you very much, Jay Fox. It's great to see you, brother. MGC says, I always tell you guys these worthless dumb fucks have no respect for whites or this nation whatsoever because they are, in fact, a threat towards whites. But they want us to believe that diversity is good, but in reality it's not. You can't make this stuff up, people. Yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, thank you very much for the uh, thing there, MGC. Appreciate you, brother. Ascot Bro says... Thank you very much, Ascot Bro. He says the Mexicans and other Indio beaners band together in Chicago area to take political power and ter- hard territory, dealing with disputes in house. Yeah, uh, all facilitated by their wealthy trader class, whites, and our overlords. Last year, the whole city shut down. Was shut down by them. Mind if I come yeah. on tonight, uh, brother? We're uh, clogged up tonight. We've already got the panel full, but we can't have you on. Matter of fact, I want you to DM me. 
because we're going to make that a whole show. I actually have something I was going to do a while back. Uh, hit me up. I, I don't want to spoil the names, uh, and then people go look it up, and then it'll be ruined. But I have, I already have some information on non-whites, non-white gangs in particular, worming their way into politics that I wanted to do. So yeah, hit me up on that on Telegram, and we can definitely make that a show. Uh, probably this Thursday or next Monday for sure. Thank you very much for the donor, bro. I appreciate it. Uh, they call me perp says, I feel like we're about 20%. Sadly. I don't know, man. I feel like that too, but everybody says I'm wrong. So who knows? Uh, if he had just take, uh, thank you, Abe. He said, if he had just taken white man's rubber shoes off to charge his asshole root chakra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, that nigger's back around. I actually have a fucking other video we can watch uh, from that nigger here in a minute. Uh, Rashad Jamal, that dude's a magical fucking nigger. He's hilarious. In Infidel Beefy, what's up, brother? Thank you. He says, everything is spectacle to the Negrosaurus. Things like that frozen body is just something that happened to someone. They have a conception. They have no conception of reality. You said this for a while now, John. Cheers, buddy. Thank you very much, brother. All right, let's finish this fucking ridiculous this this furthering of the worship of the yeah, broken. So sorry to derail you there, bro. I got tagged and it caught my attention. And, um, me being the spurg, I am. I just blurted it out. <laughs> no, no, I needed to get to this shit. Anyway, you know, you guys know, like chat. For those of you guys who don't know, all the guys on the call know. I cover the chat most of the time because I'm retarded, and if I read that fucking chat, I will forget everything we're talking about. So yeah, I have to I'm cover the same, it. Dude. <laughs> I have to cover it with my voice modulator thing and take it down every now and again, which is why I just had my face on scan- camera for like ten fucking minutes. <laughs> man, do you think they had this nigga starting at shooting guard or power forward or what? what, what? Well, that's the thing, man. That's that's what's so fucking <laughs> absurd about this is they never started this, and he's fat. I mean, they never started the fat nigger with no legs. I'm sorry, they didn't start him. They might tell you that, and he may have act- technically started. He may have. Played the like first Rudy. opening minutes. Yeah, he may have played the opening minutes of the game, but he was immediately taken out. Right. He didn't play the game. He can't play the game, yeah. man. Two like, minutes, that's the problem dude, with like, this yeah. shit. Yeah. Two he, minutes, he, and he walked on his hands over half the court and went, no, right, he, yeah, he needs a rest. This. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. This is, and that's the problem with this shit, man. It's not inspiring. It's not uplifting. It's just a fucking humiliation ritual for this kid and for us, right? Because nobody's right. inspired by this chubby Negro being made a fool of on TV. Nobody's inspired by that. Everybody just has a... They have a disgust response. No, I don't think... Well, I think they're inspired at the fact that we're disgusted. Right? right? They're inspired. They're happy at the fact that it gives us a a revolting feeling. Yeah, yes, they get turned on by us being revolted. (laughs) Right? 100%. They get their rocks off by this shit. Because any... Any compassionate person... Any person with any form, like any sort of a heart at all, is gonna see this and be like, "Man, come on, dude, get this shit out of here. We don't. This isn't right. That's this. You're not helping this kid. You're you're making this little kid into it. This is no different. This is no different than than like the fucking uh, the freak show where it's got like the snake lady, yep, right, yep, and the yep. shrunken heads. This is just this is the modern version of a fucking freak show. He might as well have a sh- shrunken head necklace on." And be singing bro, some weird songs. you ever been to a Special Olympics, bro? I went one time, and like, holy shit, bro. I was so <laughs> uncomfortable. I felt really bad. Like, exactly everything you're saying, bro. That's what I felt like, you know? You're doing a stream, bro. Two birds at well, Special hey, Olympics. At least, at least <laughs> hey, brother, I, I feel you and I agree. But at least the Special Olympics, they're competing against other fucked up people. 
Oh, okay. Right that, here, right? they got that. this yeah. kid out here yeah. on a normal ass basketball court oh, with actual athletes. Boy. Yeah, <laughs> struggling too. Yeah, <laughs> it's abuse. They're nigger. abusing this little nigger. Yeah, yeah, it is abuse. Best thing this little nigger that this this little nigger should have is sitting in the fucking stands. He's fat too, abusing his shit bag. You know, imagine what that shit bag goes through every day. This fat nigger shitting in it. Yeah, and, and, oh, and what if it busts? He's like flopping around on his hands and he plops down wrong one day. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. White, absolutely. Uniform, a fucking flavor. That's a tech flavor. That's a technical, a technical foul. Yeah, that's a technical. <laughs> the worst foul you can get. Busted, busted shit bag on the court, man. Jesus. Thanks, Jews. Fucking cruel, man. It, it actually is cruel. I mean, like, and, 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 and you know, and this is also, for me personally, this, this shows you the the character of the Negro parent because if my kid oh, yeah. didn't have no fucking legs, not a chance in hell I would allow them to drag my fucking kid all over the news like this to be made a fool of. Right? Even if out. even if my son, because like when I played high school football, we had a retarded kid that was like our mascot. He didn't put on a uniform, he didn't play, but he was out there <laughs> like go, you know, he was like the hype man. Yeah. For the team, he got right? you he hyped cool. <laughs> and he was a cool kid, right? Yeah. And he, but he, and he was accepted, and he was like our hype man, kind of like a towel water boy, right? That hung out with the team, and everybody loved him. But nobody thought to put a fucking football uniform on this poor kid and throw yeah. him on the field to get his fucking shit cleaned out. So I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's amused. Yeah, remember, we knew then. We knew then. This kid's fucked up. We're not gonna put him in that right. position. He can be out here. He can be like our mascot. He can be our hype man. He can be cool. But we're not going to throw him out on the field as if he has a chance of being an athlete because that's abusive. Unless he's like Bobby 100%. Boucher. Yeah, but remember that? Remember the movie Radio, where they like the the nigger, the retarded like uh, fucking sideline nigger, but he was like actually good, and then they let him play. That's what that's what that's what this is. They put it in the head of niggers that retards could right. be athletes. Hundred percent. But I don't believe right. that. Right. No, I don't believe that, that story. They've been trying to push oh, yeah, no, this shit. That's just a lie. Fucking life, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I refuse to worship a broken person. Exactly, a hundred percent, man. Or, or 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 lift them up as the, the as as a a pinnacle of physicality. Like, come on, man. Let's get yeah. the like fuck it, out of town. The only Watch way, in my opinion, that like somebody that, that is broken can be held up in esteemed is if they're a fucking like top tier fucking intellectual, like. Uh, take and example now of a that, word that, from that, our sponsors. Uh, dude in the wheelchair. That, that smart fuck. Sometimes yeah, greatness is about overcoming insurmountable adversity. Now you, you don't want to use them in space. Sometimes it's just fake. things and use them. Yeah. Okay, well, what, what can this nice nigga, nigga fuck actually contribute other than being a laughing stock? Imagine how nervous the kids are on the court with the mops. You know, when the, when the court gets wet, you know, they got to run over and mop up the water. Imagine how nervous those fucking kids are if that kid's shit bag breaks. <laughs> or sickle yeah, cell? They, God knows. Shit. No, uh controlled uh proposition that is real. They actually had this poor fucking Negro kid on TV fucking yeah. parading him around as though he was going to actually be a fucking basketball star it was and then they elevated him to mma that's what we showed thursday bro we showed that thursday how cruel was that because like I, hey listen you know they made a rule before that fight like hey listen you can't kick the half nigger while he's on the ground right because if that was not a rule 
The other nigger would have simply walked across this fucking thing and booted that little half nigger right in his fucking face. Or his it punted him right across that goddamn fucking shit. <laughs> but he couldn't. You could tell because he was, like, trying to punch down at him. Like, right. nobody's going to do that. Nobody's going to try to punch down at a half person. You're just going to stomp on their fucking head. Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just with Well, wild, don't yeah. they have, like, women in trannies and shit now in MMA? I mean, I mean they're, they're corrupting everything, bro. I mean, it's like everything's being corrupted. Yeah, man. That's why I got that little thing on the screen there. Just a bunch of niggers dancing with uh, America's casket on their shoulders. <laughs> yeah, that's huh? it. That's fucking it. <laughs> that's fucking it. They're shucking and jiving all the way to the fucking end, buddy, huh? Shucking and fucking jiving all the way to the fucking end, man. All right, guys. We're going to go to fucking break. Uh, hey, Thug of the Goat. What's up, brother? Says, what's up, Vince Staples, Fast Crawl? <laughs> you know what's funny about that, Thugger? So when, uh, there's the story behind that, guys. A while back, Larry uh, played some shit by Vince Staples that actually his voice does sound a lot like mine, and I fucking hated it. But I played that shit for my boss at work, and he was like, God damn, you do sound like a black person. <laughs> I was like, fuck <laughs> you, man. <laughs> uh, shit, thank Thugger, you very much, Thugger. Thugger, you could definitely beat this nigger in one-on-one. Yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's your fucking warm up, uh, Thug, this, this fucking legless Negro. Uh, uh, Spud Webb, Spy Hunter says Spud Webb. Yeah, Spud Webb, Muggsy Bows, some of those other guys. But yeah, at least they had legs. Yeah, they had legs. They had ball. legs. Those little yeah. fucking midgets could ball. At least they had legs. All right, guys, we're going to go to break. And on the other side of the break, we got some wild fucking video to go over, man. Thank you all very much. It kind of goes along with the theme that we've been playing here all night, so it's going to work out real well, man. Thank you all very much for being here. We will see you all on the other side of the break. Hear them talking tongues, child Though you know now what they mean Ain't gonna make no kind of difference Just keep your eyes focused on the screen Yes, I guess I see They ain't doing nothing here But leeching off for you and me Well, yes, I guess I know no place left on this earth that I could call my own and yes I hope I see the day we all wake up and stop them ships upon the sea well hallelujah let it all just burn cause they ain't the type of listening and they sure ain't never gonna
You can watch them as they circle Like them vultures in the sky Waiting now just so patiently Yes, they feed off of your blood, child, as it flows out of your veins. It ain't about what you have lost now, only what they have gained. Yes, I guess I see. They ain't doing nothing here but living off of you and me, well. Yes, I guess I know There ain't no place left on this earth That I could call my own in Yes, I hope I see The day we all wake up And stop them ships upon the sea Well, hallelujah Let it all just And they sure ain't never gonna learn enjoyed the break hope y'all enjoyed that little clip i kept it on there in its entirety but i didn't see who uh made it i don't know if the credits were there but if anybody knows who made that uh please say it in the chat so we can give them credit i hate to use other people's content and not give them credit for it so uh just yeah i did not make or i don't know who made that christmas video of the break there but it was great so yeah the song was uh never learn by the devil makes three so yeah but they're a major group. Everybody knows who they are. But, guys, we got y'all back. We got uh, Akila. We got you back, brother? Yes. All right. And, brother White Tuber, we got you back, right? Yes, sir. Uh, real quick, before we get back to it, I want to say thank you to um, Southern Asshole, who sent me the authentic, <laughs> the authentic history of the Ku Klux Klan. 
Thank you very much, brother. I found, I saw that and I saved it, and I will be reading that uh, soon. Thank you very much. Um, Solid handle. Yeah, I haven't, he, he just popped up in the chat uh, just a few streams ago. I haven't seen him around. I don't know if he's someone who's been around that changed his name or what, but yeah. Solid little uh, solid little link he gave me there. Authentic history of the Ku Klux Klan, 1865 through 1877. I'm wondering, I'm really interested to see if they get into the Union League in that. Because like, like when we covered it on our show, you know, Nathan Bedford Forrest was quoted as saying, had there been no Union League, there would have been no Klan, so... I'm really interested to see how much of that is documented in this. Did you yeah, see I, that shit, Tuber? Have you seen the Union League shit? Yes, I saw the replay. It was a good show. Yeah, it was wild shit, huh? Yeah. That Makes fucking sense, blew, my mind. blew my mind. I'm still floored by that by that revelation. Uh, I really am hoping people pick it up still, man. Like, I'd love to see uh, FTN do a deep dive all about that and get that really fucking out there. Yeah, I need to. I'll send that shit to to Jazz Hands. Uh, no, all I'm saying, we're not on Skype right now, brother. <clears throat> uh, like I was telling uh, Spy Hunter earlier, we're we're full up right now, brother. I don't want to bring anyone else on. We we got four people already. It gets crowded. Uh, in theaters now, John Fashcroft. It's crafty. Fourteen out of eighty-eight stars. <laughs> uh, shit. All right, guys. So anyhow, the next bit of thing we're gonna talk about, I saw today. Well, just hanging around. It's actually changed uh, the content for the night. And in a good way, because I wanted to put a little bit more work into the thing we're going to cover next. Uh, it's pretty interesting shit, and it deserves a little bit more work. So I saw this and decided we were going to watch this and talk about this. And it goes along with what we've been talking about tonight. Just the collapse of America and the realization that this is now a third world country. You know, I've said it a million times, and I'll keep saying it. This is a third world country, and in my opinion, by far the most dangerous place to live for white people. All right? You can say, oh, what about Haiti? There ain't a lot of people. There's not a large white population in Haiti like that. That's a nigger place, right? But for, for white countries, right, for places where there are large swaths of white populations, the United States of America is by far the, the most dangerous place to live, and it's fallen, and there's no fixing it. Uh, not without uh, a lot of uh, hard work, let's say. So here is a video from uh san francisco it's called the lawless streets of san francisco and check this shit out and this is uh remember a while back we watched uh we showed kensington uh if anybody hasn't hasn't seen kensington philadelphia it looks just like this oakland looks just like this la looks just like this downtown tulsa isn't far away from this right st louis chicago Every major city in the country is just like this. Just like this. The size of it varies depending on the size of the population, but you will find this in every major city in this country. They got the fucking the bent over uh, opiate stand, you know, just trying to get your head between your knees. Bro, look, this motherfucking nigger's here. Look, he's shooting up in his hip at the crosswalk, right? Boom. That's what he's doing there. Shooting up in his hip at a crosswalk. San Francisco in a state of turmoil. Smoking fucking, you know, either fentanyl or meth or pills. You can smoke. What a lot of people don't know is people also smoke actual pills. The pill itself, like Roxy 30s. People will smoke those on foil. Uh, so there's no telling what he's smoking, but he's freebasing some kind of drugs. Just hanging out there on the corner. As drug addiction, theft, homelessness, and violent crime run rampant throughout the city. Y'all seeing this? It's a tent over there. 
You know, it, it's very bad. It's very bad and it's not gonna stop because we're not gonna stop it. I'm trying to, I'm in the streets, I'm yelling at people to be together, to help each other, and they're going against it. So they don't want it. It's a clash, it's an obvious clash, and it's in my face and it's in everybody's face and they're gonna continue to do it. So it's no hope for America. To highlight this nigger's right. Living in the city. Yeah. Right, I hate to say it, but that nigger is right. That nigger is right because the people who are in this condition, right? Here's the deal. Here's what people have to understand. The people who are in the con in this condition, they are incapable of wanting help. They are falling so far, and they are so possessed by the demon of addiction and homosexuality and sexual deviance that they have fallen so far that they are incapable of wanting help. Right? They don't want to be helped. They want to be in this position. You'll take them to get help. You take them to rehab. They get out. Fucking three weeks later, they're right back here. Yeah. Right? You could give you could give these kind of people a million dollars, and they would spend it all destroying their lives. Right? They wouldn't make their lives better because yeah. the, the the help they need is spiritual and it's and it's long term. Right? You have to lock these people up. They have to be sequestered away, and they have to be put into a program that reintegrates them into society. What a lot of people don't understand about drug addiction is I'm not going to say that kicking the drugs and the withdrawals are the easy part because that would be untrue, right? The withdrawals from opioids are fucking brutal. But learning who you are and becoming a person again after drugs is equally as hard as kicking the drugs, right? Because you have to learn. When you've made it to this point of addiction, this is decades, Right. This is a, 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 a five, 10, 15 year issue. Right. This doesn't happen in a year. This doesn't happen in a week to get to this point. Right. These people have fucked over all of their family and friends to a point where no one wants to be around. them. this takes a while. Right. Exactly. So these people have to they, they they don't know who they are outside of drugs and addiction in this lifestyle. So in order to fix them, you have to keep them. You have to pull them completely away from society and lock them up and basically re-educate them, right? A form of an actual real deal re-education camp, right? You have to yeah. put these people into a system that monitors their every movement and gives them the structure to succeed because they do not have, they, they have no ability to do, there's no amount of money or, or rehabilitation, like as far as 12-step programs and in inpatient uh, treatments and shit, 28-day, 90-day treatments, that's not going to work. We're talking about a 5- to 10-year. As long as it took them to ruin their life, it will take that long to fix it. Yeah, and I mean, we did the bit on, uh, we did LOD's um, history of, uh, you know, the, the deterioration of the mental health system in America. And in the beginning of that, the, the design was to help white people. And you could scoop up like a bunch of white people and spend white people's tax dollars on trying to rehabilitate those people, potentially reintegrating them in the long term. But the rest of these people don't belong here. So what do you do with that? Right. So when this this nigger says like there's no hope for America in this context, in, in the in the in the frames that we live in, in the situation that we're in, there is absolutely no hope for our countries. You know, and that's you could you could call that a black pill too if you'd like. But there's a path away from it, and it takes a lot of sacrifice, and it's a long path. But you know, there we could scoop up our our, our people, and and invest again in them, and then reintegrate them into a healthy society if they let us clean up the streets. But they're so scared of us doing that, and the repercussions 
of it that you know they'll they'll do everything that they can as they do to to block white collectivity because white collectivity will not tolerate this situation um so you know what do you do with with niggers and mexicans who are addicted to opiates in the streets and stuff you fucking ship them out you send them somewhere else um and that's that's hard but it's doable easier solution than putting them in a fucking facility because like john said it'll never never work yeah, when I talk about these things, I'm not talking about people who don't belong here. I'm talking yeah, about our yeah, people. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I meant, yeah, I meant to to make yeah. those those distinctions because, like, yeah, uh, of course, yeah. like the demographics of of these of these fucking tent cities are are you know they're, they're, it's it's not like the demographics of America, right? The white people are are a hundred percent a minority in these in these situations. So uh, maybe those people have hope, but they've hurt themselves very badly. Uh yeah um we knows thank you very much he says Merry Christmas hell brother kratom help me kick my addiction and God help me fix my life that's great to hear uh you know I I'm glad kratom helped you brother I am I think that's amazing and whatever helps I say take that route but I, I sometimes worry here's my personal opinion on opioid or drug addiction in general uh. There's no easy way out, right? I truly do think it is a form of demonic possession, just like homosexuality. I think that. I truly believe. I'm not just saying that as a hyperbolic thing. I actually believe that. Um, and there's no easy way out, right? I don't believe in, um, and well, and maybe this is because this is how I had to do it, right? I, For anybody who doesn't know, I kicked opioids in jail when I got locked up and went to prison, right? I had no choice uh, but to get clean. I had no way to obtain them. In county jail so i went through withdrawals and the whole bit while locked up but it is my personal opinion that there is no mask right uh from suboxone to kratom to all these other things i think what you end up doing is trading and while the withdrawal symptoms may be less from a drug like kratom i think that if you're going to completely kick all drugs kratom included you're going to have to forego some sort of withdrawal symptoms it's just part of the crucible it's part of purging that demon out of you i don't think there's a way out without going through withdrawal and some sort of pain i think you i think it's what has to happen but i could be wrong uh i didn't get the chance to go through the kratom thing and all that stuff you know what i mean it just got slammed on me uh literally <laughs> by a jail in, in a jail cell but yeah god bless you brother i'm so glad that worked for you man 100 percent uh oh Say that again. Uh, yeah, I, I can't keep it down. I've tried it, and it, it, I throw it up. I can't keep it down. Yeah, I've had kratom before in the past, and it's uh, it's a it's a dosage thing. Uh, I, I I've had it both ways. I've had it and not thrown up, and I've had it and puke my fucking guts out. It's like a it's like a dosage thing. Yeah, I might I might, might have taken did. the wrong dose, but I've tried it like three four times, and 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 then like smaller smaller or bigger doses, and I puked it every time. So I don't know if it's just me, probably just me, but. My system yeah, doesn't just, like it. It's probably it's not a bad thing. No, I, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's probably a good thing. You know, at some point you just have to have enough. You just have to say, you know what? I've had enough of this shit, yeah. and that's the only way really to, to get rid of it, man. Just say, I've had enough. Yeah, and that and I've that's had enough another... of my life being ruled. I've had enough of being a slave. Yeah, I, I, I want to be slave. free, and I want to figure out who I am. That's it. A slave, one hundred percent, man. And you know what, uh, Mister White Tuber? What's so what, what's so scary in retrospect about my addiction? was uh i was never i was not poised to quit ever. i know right because i had like mu- I, well, I, I wasn't like these people 
right? I had shit going on. I had a place. I you had were money. Functioning. And that's I was the thing, functioning. When you're functioning. You know what I mean? It's harder to quit. It, and, sometimes hey, you need your life to fall apart. You know. And and there's a thing about opioids, man. Is like when you're on them motherfuckers. You're a cool customer. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You're yeah. smooth as a sailor. So, like, there's, there was no... If I had not have went to jail, there's no chance in it. I would still... There's, there's, a, there's a large chance that I would still be fucked up. Well, Lord works mysterious ways, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. You know? I'm telling I'm you. Telling uh, you prison was the greatest thing that ever happened to me, man. Well, it's a, it's a sign of how institutions can actually help a white man versus the rest of these fucking people. You know, they get an education in crime and drugs when they go in, so... It's like a personality thing. Some people get that fucking hard kick, and then they just stay down. Either yeah. you stay down or you get up. And that's it. Hey, what's up, Hucifer? How you doing, brother? Good to see hey, you. Hucifer says, uh, addiction is a spiritual malady manifesting as a lack of true spirit. And the adjustment... Hold on just a second. And the adjustment of becoming accustomed to one spirit in a difficult and uncomfortable experience that can be overwhelming for many. Speaking from my experience, white addicts aren't lost. They need prayer, support, and tough love. 100%. 100%. Yep. I agree. Uh, Napalm says, I've gone through opioid withdrawal fully with no AIDS many times, brother. I know as well as you do. It's hell on earth. Yeah, it's fucking... It's insane how bad... Those things are, it's unexplainable. It is unexplainable how bad the withdrawals from opioids are. But anyway, let's get back to this video. I met up with San Francisco local Richie Wynn. Richie, a former drug addict himself, has lived in the city. Is he a nigger or just a wigger? Or like a Puerto Rican? What's going on with this guy? Look at that. The neighborhood has kind of took a turn for the worse ever since the fentanyl frenzy, as I like to call it. This uh, this phenomenon has kind of came out of nowhere. It took it over uh, for heroin. With the, yeah, with the, the mask and the backpack on, those are usually the people that are selling. Um, like this person right here smoking, smoking fentanyl right there. You know what I mean? And we're right in front of the federal building. So this corner right here, there's the public office. This corner right here is where I filmed the the, the video with the, with the children getting off the bus stop. This corner behind us is where kids or look at that residents are getting off this is not a fucking country anymore this is not a real country anymore the fact that they and here's the deal police drive by that 20 times a day the police drive by that 20 times a fucking day and don't bat a motherfucking eye the fact that they don't fucking pull up to that fucking spot with a goddamn paddy wagon and round all of those people up off the street shows you that this country is broken beyond repair in its current state. Forced to get off the bus right here, which is the 14 mission. They're because here's the deal. This is what I was wanting to say earlier when that nigger said that there's no help in these people because they don't want to help themselves, blah, blah, blah. This way he's like, America's fucked. Not only are we fucked because of that, there's no help in these people because they don't want to help themselves, but also if, if someone did get in there, this, the, 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 this, the system of checks and balances, this faggot-ass democracy yes. that, that, that these fucking faggots swear by would, would keep them from cleaning up the streets because it would be mean. It would be violating these fucking junkies' civil rights to sweep them up off the street like the trash that they are. That's what it and is. I'm in sorry. California, you have this as a government. Yeah, and there's no stopping it. There's no ability to go in and, and clean this up because it would violate their civil rights. No, we don't even have the tools necessary in our government to fix this. 
We don't no, even like, have the tools necessary. The only people that are left that are willing to fix this are national socialists. And and it has to and it has to come like I don't know if I'm explaining myself correctly. What I'm trying to say here is this system, the American system, and the way it is set up in this uh, undying quest for civil liberties and shit, right, will not allow us to clean up the streets. Because in order to clean up these streets, all of these people have to be incarcerated against their will. And that is a violation of their civil rights. But at some point, we have to say, fuck that. At some point, you forego your civil rights. When you are shooting up heroin in the street, when you're smoking fucking fentanyl on the street, when you're using the street as an open-air drug market and, and toilet, you have foregone your civil rights at that point. And until we can have that serious conversation as a country, things are never going to change. And we can never have that conversation because of the way this country is structured. This system has to be torn down. Yeah, it's against the ideology of the authority. Right. So it displays that the authority is completely illegitimate and does not have the interests of the people in mind. It's like a parent that doesn't discipline their children that refuse the ch- child turns, ter- turns into a fucking criminal. If you if you neglect and don't discipline your children, if you own a dog and you don't train the dog, the dog, you know, it's this is this is it's completely unacceptable. And I, like we said before, in all of our countries, the voter sh- the voter base are terraformed. Like th- there is no no electable body to come in and fix it. it it has to be fixed by 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 us ultimately there's got to be a, a path to achieving well, it, power plurality within a plurality and then wielding that power um referring may, maybe back to the prussian socialism episode from christmas day where they were talking about mass movement and why right and this is the reason why you're seeing it right there oh yeah what i was gonna say is even even if we did have some sort of, uh, say, a local government, say San Francisco. Say San Francisco ordered some or uh, elected some sort of authoritarian uh, mayor or whatever the fuck it's called, right? And they started having roving fucking police patrols go out and round these people up. The federal government would step in yes. and force them to stop doing that because it yeah. is a violation of these people's civil rights. That's the, I hope... Is what I'm saying making sense, or am I sounding yeah, like a lunatic? Yeah, the Jew law yes, system uh, yes, doesn't bro. allow you to defend yourself, right? Legally yes. or otherwise, it's like is this an narco tyranny, right? right? These people are allowed to do drugs and have these open air fucking drug and uh, sex markets, human trafficking markets, and all this shit. But we, as normal tax paying, upstanding Americans, get the hammer of the law brought down on us, right? This is right. what a narco tyranny is. This is the definition of it. Yeah. Yeah, they, they 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 said it on on uh, on Prussian socialism the other day. You know, it's it's um, it, like w- like we're not the dissidents. Like we call ourselves political dissidents because we're dissidents against the power. But what's happened is that um, like underground, like crazy, commie, insane politics, Jewish politics that used to be like like you could like people wouldn't tolerate it. Now it's 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 taken power. Right. And, and they've put it, they built it into the system. So now, now, you know, we're, we're dissidents, but really we're the normal ones where, where we would fix this. We're good parents versus the illegitimate authority that that's in place now, which is, is complete insanity and it, exactly anarcho tyranny. It serves the corporations that live, that work in San Francisco to have the, the town be like this. And, and it serves the base populace who are these people. It's fucking nuts and it doesn't serve anybody else. And in reality, it doesn't serve anyone. Hundred percent, man. Forced to get off right there in the midst of an open air drug market where people are using and selling drugs, 
Uh, the tensions are really high right there. I've actually had knives and and and, and guns pulled on me uh, down there for filming. So I want to get to a certain part of this. Just, you know, tread lightly. They don't like being filmed too much. Here it is, uh, right here. The, the hunt. I'm gonna go right in here. A while back, I showed on uh, the show some pictures I took at a local restaurant, and in the bathroom they had little crack pipes and syringes and Narcan and shit in a bowl next to the sink where you washed your hands, right? This restaurant was like a hipster joint, right? It's one of these, like, eclectic fucking restaurants. I don't want to name it too much. But uh, in there, they had these, uh, you know, safe drug use kits, right? And now they have these, like, uh, what do they call He'll say what it's called. I think it's called a wellness center or some shit like that. Safe use center. Look at this shit. They have these in every major city. The one in... Uh, the one in Oklahoma City, I think, is actually called the Equality Center, I think. And it's like a fag center. Maybe that's the one in Tulsa. One of them, too, has a place called the Equality Center. They give out all this drug use, and it's also the fag center. It's where all the fags go and do their shit. I forget which, which city it's in. It's in one of the big cities in Oklahoma. But they have this same shit everywhere. In every fucking uh, state in this country, in every major city, and I bet even smaller cities, they have these fucking places. Watch this shit. Here in the San Francisco harm reduction... Harm reduction. Harm reduction is what of, they call it. Um, nice name. Because allow, yeah, yeah, because allowing junkies to shoot drugs in the street, that's reducing harm, right? That reduces the harm to our youth having to walk to school, wading through fucking waves of fucking junkies covered in their own vomit from vomiting up after they've shot up fucking massive doses of opioids. They're giving out today. I'll be back. So um, I got so much stuff. I mean, literally, they gave me a whole box of syringes. This is a whole box of syringes. Those are a whole box of syringes. I mean, literally f for free, right? This is all on taxpayer dollars in these nondiscreet black bags. You can't even get a plastic stroll in San Francisco, let alone they're just giving away as many needles as you want. I have um, Narcans. I have these sanitary cookers. I have... An entire, there's probably 500 fucking syringes in that box, dude. Damn. How long till they start actually giving the drugs away? Oh, I'm sure they already do. I'm sure they already do. I'm sure the reason this guy didn't get offered drugs is because he's obviously not a drug addict, right? Yeah, I mean, you can get methadone, right? So, when are you going to start giving pills, giving, giving. I guarantee you 100%. 100%. I have no proof of this. This is just a theory, right? But I would almost bet everything that this theory is true. That a junkie who is withdrawing could go into that very place and say, hey, man, I'm sick. I need a fix. And they will send him to a drug dealer to get his drugs. Yep. Well, the, the 100 thing is, fucking percent. The thing is, Fash, I, go, I reckon they were grooming the, the young people earlier. Because back when I was in high school and college, they, like, they were giving out all the condoms and lube and shit like that. Yep. Uh, I can 100% believe today that they're giving out not necessarily drugs themselves, but the paraphernalia used to take them. Yeah, that's this. Well, yeah, a hundred percent. It's coming. I, I'm not. Like it I'm it not will get there. They will give them free drugs eventually. Yeah, uh, yeah a hundred percent. I'm not insinuating that they're like getting drugs from behind the counter in this facility. What I'm saying is, this facility has drug dealers associated with it that they will oh, send 100%. junkies to, right. That they'll send sick junkies to, right? Because that's what they need. They don't need help. They need to get high again, right? Yeah, it's they're, they're trying to normalize it to the youth. And you're 100% right. These programs like D.A.R.E. and safe sex programs, 
they 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 put the wheels in motion. Introduce towards you. Yeah, yeah, towards promiscuous sex and and uh, drug use. One hundred percent. Let's let's take it a step further. This stuff all comes up from Mexico. All the drugs come in through Mexico. So at what point will they have a cartel, an a, an open government, an open cartel government? Right. They they try and pretend like the government right now is not like, you know, it's a legitimate authority. Like, but eventually it'll just come to a point where it's just a cartel. And a cartel uh, leader, as the leader of Mexico, and and so it'll all be above board. They'll be doing business like the same as as the way they they, they made the the weed um, like legal, right? You grow weed, get a license from the government, have your store signed off on by the government, right? And and so same shit. They'll get contracts from the government. They'll they'll bring it back and forth openly over the borders, no problem. Um, so gov- like law enforcement, the the you know uh, what it was called the the DEA, uh, you know, the, the drug enforcement agencies will be like they're inept already, but they'll be totally wiped out and it'll just be like a, a normal like trade. Right. Yeah. And speaking of real quick, I want to go back to the uh, video we were just watching. But speaking of what you're saying, how they are uh, legalizing weed and they're starting to slowly legalize the drugs. Right. They're talking about decriminalizing heroin, decriminalizing psilocybin mushrooms, decriminalizing all of these drugs. Uh, here we have this article from uh, oh, December 26th. Uh, was it just today? Oklahoma has become a top source of black market weed. So now that Oklahoma has legalized medicinal marijuana, this isn't even recreational. This is medicinal marijuana. It has now become one of the top sources for black market marijuana. So they're growing the weed, and then what they don't sell to the local dispensaries, they're just shipping out to fucking drug dealers, right? So, you know, one of the big arguments you heard back in the day, and even now towards legalizing all these drugs, is like, oh, it'll kill the illegal drug trade. And actually, it really ends up kind of fueling it, honestly. It just makes it more. You know what it does? It 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 knocks out a step, right? Now these these drug dealers no longer have to travel to Mexico and cross the border and get these large quantities. Now they can just drive a couple uh, towns over to the farm out in the country that's growing the pot and buy all their extras, right? So it just made it easier for them to procure these these kind of things. Uh, here we go. Let's go back to watching. And this fuck fucking... yeah, they want us on drugs just like they did with China. Are they all drugged out in China? I don't know. The op- well, the opium war, remember? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, back yeah. in the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they drugged them up and took over. Tie offs yeah. to tie off your arm. Look, tie offs. Came out with saline water, clean saline packages to cook the dope with. And that, and that's not that's just insane. to cook. It's not just to cook the dope with. Because to be honest, they don't need saline water. They don't want to use saline water to cook crack with. What that saline is for? This is how you go. No, this guy hasn't really been around drugs that much. What that saline is for is to wash out their dope rigs. They wash out the syringes in order to be able to re, to reuse them. Right. That's why they're using saline. You know, they'll what go get fucking fuck, life. Yeah, they'll go get fucking bottled water, bro. To cook crack with, right? They don't need fucking saline water, salt water, right? They don't need that shit. The saline is to sterilize and clean out the syringes. That's what that's for. These are to hold Dude, this gas station I used to work at used to sell glass pens and fucking Brillo pads. Yeah, it's like the rose, right? You see the <laughs> yeah, little yeah, you go there, the rose. Got, yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking little bitty rose and, and a the glass rose would like stop the crack. And yeah. got ports and shit in each end of it. Who the fuck buy? Who, who is buying that for anything other than the smoke crack? Right. I mean, it's just absurd. And that's another thing, Tuber. That's another one of these things 
that, that I'm talking about, right? Where you can't, the, the cops know what's going on. The cops go in yeah. there and get their coffee. They go in there yeah. and get their fucking soda pop and donuts. They can sit on their fat ass and not stop this shit. They walk right past that glass rose and don't pistol whip that piece of shit Habib behind the counter <laughs> that's pushing that poison on our fucking people, right? Yeah. They walk by it every fucking day. They're complicit in this. They're complacent. I'm sorry, complacent yeah. in this. They just want their retirement. Yeah, so, their fucking pension. One day, boys, one day, stormtroopers, right through these fucking spots. Hell yeah. Uh, what's up, Nurax? I saw something. Somebody said something. I don't want to lose it. I was tagged earlier. I was saying, Napalm says, this happened, uh, Fashcroft. The Vancouver had vending machines with drugs and were putting addicts in free hotel rooms and giving them maintenance amounts, uh, giving them maintenance amounts of opioids all during COVID. Oh, no shit. See, here in the States, they're doing a similar thing, but it's, they're not, I don't, at least they're not openly giving them a maintenance amount of drugs. But here in the States, what they're doing now with the homeless is they're, they're building these mini home, these tiny home complexes and giving uh, homeless people these tiny homes and offer, also offering them uh, hotel rooms, right? But the thing is, is in order to take advantage of these amenities, they have like curfews and shit. So none of the homeless are taking it, right? This goes back to them not wanting to help themselves. Like they're giving them these things, but they're so fucked up and so wrapped up in that drug life. They don't even want that help because they know they can't stay out all night chasing drugs and go back and shoot up in that house all night, right? So they're turning this stuff down. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, we're not far away from it. Uh, they low-key did it here. They low-key did the same thing here. They didn't advertise or anything, but when the hotels were empty during COVID, they were filling them with junkies and shit like that to get the junkies out off the streets during winter. And definitely, like, they didn't have curfews, nothing, and they were serving them too. Um, that's what that's what uh, Napalm was saying. He said in yeah, Vancouver, definitely. they were giving them fucking drugs so they wouldn't go into withdrawal. Yeah, I'm talking about my, my city here in Ottawa, yeah. Oh, okay, right on, right on. I yeah. thought you were talking about Canada. Oh, yeah, man. no, see, Vancouver, Vancouver is fucking far. Canada is long and huge, bro. Vancouver, like, you guys are closer to me than Vancouver. Oh, damn. Okay. By, like, uh, twi- like you bro. guys are twice as close to me as Vancouver. Vancouver is fucking far. Real quick, says Hexagons, thank you very much. He says, do you think we can actually save these cities with our numbers, or is it better that we just let them collapse while we build our own ethno state and encourage USA to balkanize? Um... Fuck, that's such a tough question. You know, it's one of those things that we pontificate on and talk about all the time. But to be honest with you, man, I'm an electrician, brother. I don't know. If I'm being honest with you, like I said the other day on Surviving Why America, if I'm being honest, my gut feeling is an archaeo-futurist outcome, right? That's what I feel in my gut, right? That it's going to take something massive to get whites to collectivize racially in a serious manner, Globally, right? Or even or even as far as the entire like United States goes, right? Uh, now, the optimist in me really hopes that we can bring about change through forcing the system to expose itself, right? Uh, groups like NJP and other things like that presenting themselves on the political stage and forcing the system down on them to show the people uh, what's going on and, and maybe cause a, a shift in consciousness and in the public opinion and then thereby in the country proper in that way. I hope that... That's what I want to happen. Uh, what my gut tells me is going to happen is more along the lines of archaeo-futurist kind of things, right? If you're not familiar with what archaeo-futurism is, it's Gilliam Fay's thing. I suggest everybody go read the book. It basically puts forward the idea that uh, the only way you're going to get the kind of uh, racial collectivism that we are striving for is through cataclysm, basically. 
uh, something majorly, some big thing happening and forcing people to collectivize along racial grounds because when the rubber hits the road, people do it uh, naturally, right? You don't have to be forced into it, right? When things get hairy, uh, things get tribal, and everybody knows that. So uh, I don't know, man. It's a hard thing to say. Uh, like I said, my gut instinct is that this thing is gone, the wheels are off, and uh, collectivity will come after something bad happens, most likely, you know what I mean, uh, uh, a uh, civil unrest situation. Uh, but the optimist in me wants to see a powerful uh, movement come forward that shifts the uh, collective racial consciousness of white people and pushes them toward obtaining power. I would love to see that. That's why I support uh, NJP. I would love to see that happen. Uh, that being said, I just don't know that this system that is in place now allows for it. Right. If I could elaborate a little bit on the, on the optimist, uh, you know, point of view, as you're pointing out, you know, we have an opportunity right now, like we were talking about whites being a plurality, hopefully still being a plurality. Um, so there's different political views among whites, right? And so the hope is that enough work gets done. We have an opportunity to build a political body, a plurality within that plurality. So if white nationalism becomes the, 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 the major, the majority belief set of whites, we can establish a political block. That political block can begin to wield power. You can fuck up elections. You can do a lot of things from there. Um, and so, you know, I, I tend to reject the cataclysm aspect uh, of, of Guillaume Fay's uh, theory. Uh, again, just because of the optimist in me, um, I, I believe we're in the collapse. And I believe what we're doing right now on the show is observing that collapse. So the more this takes time now, it's not that like an event, right? But but the more it comes to people's consciousness and the more work that we do right with that winning mentality that we were describing before not that like black pilled losing mentality it's like look at your enemy look at your opponent build yourself up analyze what they do and win that fight and then win the next fight and then win the next fight and stack those w's on, our, on a personal level make networks and scale that so we have an opportunity and and the type of individual change that we're addressing here guys in the chat are saying they made their lives better john and i have been through it tuber's been through it you know tipsy like we're all people who've been there who have who know how to stack w's so it's like if you stack them stack them stack them you get around people that know how to do it you build those skills you build white power then we have an opportunity to, to impact the, the 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 political views of our neighbors and as we grow that the end goal being becoming the plurality within the plurality, then we have something to wield and work with. So I really want to be positive on that and really highlight that we have an opportunity. The window is tight and it closes on us, but again, like it's a winning mentality we need to have. So for sure. I mean, well, like every generation or two, these fucking Jews get called out really hard. I mean, yeah, I think it's, it's pretty far fetched that Jews are going to have permanent rule over earth secretly for all of human history. I don't think so either. Idea, you know? But I, I don't think that either. But I think as they as they start to lose power, they will fucking they will hit the the panic. Absolutely, they'll burn, they'll they will burn this motherfucker down because that's how they are. Yeah. Well, I have the expansion option. Yeah. Right. Exactly. exactly. And that's, that's what I'm saying, right? So so yeah. say so it's so probably gonna get ugly. <laughs> here, here's here's what I'm saying. So let's just say let me let me put out a a uh, hypothetical scenario for you guys. Uh, NJP goes viral, right? Um, that message grows in the heart of white people all across America. And we do rise up. And it does look like 
you know, Warren Baylow is going to be the next president, Jews will burn this fucking country to the ground before they will allow 100%. that to happen. The, the start they of will, they, war. They, 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 will incite, they will incite nigger riots, Mexican riots. They will co- fucking have National Guard fighting with the U.S. China military. <laughs> fucking, yeah, bro. Shit's going. Like, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, I don't know. I hate to say shit like that because I don't want people to think I'm like a, a dooms poster. But, like, I'm just saying, No, you're man, realistic. That's what they do. You know do. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It, but we have to take solace in that, right? We have to take right. uh, pride in that fact and not let that. Uh, this system has to come down, right? It has to. It has to. Because right now, this system only, the only efficacy this system has is to crush white people, right? This system is defunct in all but one aspect, and that is its ability to crush the backs of the white people that built it, right? Yeah. Well, my argument... In the essence of that, though, that like they're going to break the system themselves because it's the white people's backs that are holding it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My, my argument then is that, you know, these, these things that oppose us and oppose our collectivity are paper tigers. They only exist in, in that we have in no power to wield. Well, we have no power to wield back against them. The people that know right now don't have a lot of influence and control. And in that hypothetical that you described, John, like, hopefully by the time that that somebody like like hypothetically Warren, you know, is is is, is going to take office, we've already uh, punched through all of these paper tigers, right? The Hollywood and the media has has lost its influence, and and it doesn't have the reach that it, it used to have. Um, the internet becomes a place where you know uh, censorship is 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 limited. The FBI. It no longer has their reach and their pull. Uh, in my country, the, 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 all the letter organizations uh, collapse, right? The, the U.S. Army becomes something that can't push back or will not push back. Um, you know, so, so there's steps that need to be taken, and it starts with, um, you know, each person and its skills. Um, and so, I, I mean, I, I kind of, in my mind's eye, I envision it. I can see the path towards it. And it like I, I really, really, obviously, I pray every day that this 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 vision will play itself out. Um, but I really do strongly believe they're paper tigers. Like like up here, CSIS, the, the the body that does like all these types of investigations and presses against us and stuff. They're 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 trying to gain power, and the longer our government stays in in power, they gain power. But um, the judiciary, as it exists, and the legislation as it exists, it kind of handcuffs them. They don't actually have a lot of power and influence. They're being being handed it by the illegitimate authority. And the longer these these circumstances, these, these conditions we're looking at stay real and, and, and are in our face, the, the 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 faster people's patience run out, and the more it's like that going up that roller coaster, tick 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 tick, and you're at the top of the roller coaster, and the anxiety is very high. And people are anticipating what it's going to be like to come down the other side. And that's the moment when people have the most questions and they're most ready for our answers. And you see it when they do things like put Kanye out and build gay ops and bulwarks. Like every single thing that we see out there that we criticize on our show and, and everything in popular culture, everything that we're shown by this, by this, in, in this, in this fake um, sort of media and all that, um, it's meant to oppose white collectivity. This is the thing that makes them so scared. They shake in their fucking boots. They cry at night that we don't fucking wake up. And so if we're able to scale this and show people you could have a better life, and not the kind of life that fucking faggots like Andrew Tate and these, these, these assholes on the internet tell you to go have, not individualism, not materialism, a transcendent belief set that there's a better world to create. The, 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 the sooner we're able to start living these things out and communicating them out to people, the faster it's going to start to scale. I, I truly believe this. I really do.
Fuck Hell yeah. Damn straight. And the closer you get to the top of that um, roller coaster analogy, that, that tick, tick, tick is going to get slower and slower and slower until eventually you get past the peak. And then yeah. it's fucking hail victory forever. Yeah, the ride down is exciting, right? And as you, and we've been down the other side of it. We've already seen down the other side. We've been on this ride before as individuals. So it's up to us to carry forward the message and be those beacons, right? Be the person on the roller coaster who's calming, calming the guy next to you who's fucking crying, you know, and then telling him, you know, it's fun. Don't worry. It's fun. Don't worry. Like a little kid, you know, like we're, we're you know, yep. the world needs its daddy back. Like we're daddy, you know, and, and, and we can guide people and, and, uh, you know, it, 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 it it's scary and it's it's anxiety inducing for many people and we see it out there that's what really driving all these people to their drugs is they don't have an ideology they don't have a perception of having opportunity um and you know if you can raise them you know the way you'd raise your child or raise a dog or be kind to your wife when she shit tests you that that skill set is the skill set that that allows people to see transcendence through us Right. And and the more white men that are able to find it and live that way and stand up for something that's greater than themselves in their own personal interests, the, the, the more white men see their race as something of value, then the, the faster we get there. And that's coming. It's coming. Every time we, I talk to somebody new in the world, I see it, you know, and, and it's easy to get through to white men these days. I just wish, you know, I, I wish we could go like I wish like white Andrew Tate came out. You know, saying white collectivity, not fuck bitches and get money and be a Muslim. You know, like, I wish that would go viral. But that's on the Internet. It's not in real life. And in real life, we have a real opportunity out there every day. So there's a lot of, a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm trying to white pill the whole situation and clean it up because it's ugly. But um, I, I do believe it. I really do believe it. The, clo- the further we go, the closer we get to it. And um, they can't they can't hold us. It, it's, the, I, being that it's a paper tiger, eventually we're going to punch through. I feel very privileged sitting in that card on the roller coaster with you, Akilah. Oh, God bless you, bro. I, 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 uh, Fuck yeah, hell, Akilah. Thank you, fellas. I, I, I mean, I, I, I do it for a living. You know, I, I, I'm, um, what I do for a living is I'm a behavioral change specialist. So I have to see people and see their potential to be able to guide them down a road to having a better life as individuals. And so, you know, it's if I don't have hope, then I can't do my job. And if I can't do my job, I can't be who I am in the world. So I, I, I don't want to make it about me or anything like that, but I just want the message to, to, to catch people, right? I wanted to catch them right in their heart that, that there's something more for everybody as people. And, and, and it's, I didn't find it all the way for myself until I became a national socialist, you know, until right. I found my transcendent values in my race. Kayla, are you done making this all about you, sir? I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with you, bro. No, you're 100% right, man. I was just fucking with you. Bro. No, you're on point there, bro. Absolutely, man. You really are. I'm just giving you shit, man. Uh, let's fucking, uh, let's lock the rest of this fucking thing out and get, the, well, get on out of here. I don't want real quick to be before long. you do that, Fash, um, there, there's complaints on Shing that they can't see the video. Like, it's working We're not on playing. my end. But, well, well, I oh. fucking, I have video on my end looking at oh, I don't know. Thing. I don't I know what's going on. It's, yeah, I'm not playing the video right now. I've got the the screen. No, no, no. Up. Like, but they, they, they can't see anything. Like, uh, I, I'm looking at you, talking at your desk with the American casket getting carried by a fucking cartoon niggers. Huh. Yeah, yeah. That's right. 
I don't know yeah, what's going on over there, Shing. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Come they, to they reckon they've only got audio. I don't know what the fuck. What's going either, on? Either way, they, they, they asked me to uh, bring it to your attention, which I've done. Continue on with the show, sir. Yeah, sorry, guys. Shing, I'm sorry. I don't Hi. know what's going on. Everything is working on Odyssey. Fine. So it's got to be a thing on Shing's Dude, end. Dude, it's fucking working on my end. I'm not fucking kidding. I don't know. Refresh. <laughs> I'll, I'll like, share my fucking screen with you guys. This. You twist it around there so you don't burn your hand while you're cooking the dope. I got... Little cooking tools. And anybody yeah. can just come into this place and, and grab these bags full of equipment. For free. I asked them what this was for. This is a new one that they're giving out, these chopsticks. And they said it was a, a pusher for a glass pipe so you could push your crack inside the pipe more. All right. So they um, also instructed you on how to use absolutely. these different types of yes. pieces of equipment. Yes. Little small pieces of tinfoil. Right? They're literally giving Jesus. you small pieces of tinfoil to smoke dope off of this straw like this. They even give you vitamin C, which is, which is new to me. It, it's, I guess it's supposed to help you melt the dope down, the fentanyl and the heroin. It's supposed to help you melt that stuff down. Yeah, At use vitamin C to break there, that shit down to shoot it. all this stuff, all this paraphernalia that they're basically giving away for free, the most alarming thing was I asked where I could go to get some help to get clean what program can i get into right now to get clean and off the streets and they had no idea city officials and local journalists no idea no 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 place to send them to go get clean no place to send them to get help however i wanted to just just how to do their drugs safely look this nigger's wearing white rex shit aquila this nigger's wearing a white Rex jumpsuit. What the so fuck is got, going on here? He's got, he's got, he's got fucking black sun on his shit. He's got a black sun. I was just gonna say, got a black sun on this nigger shirt. What the fuck? He's been shopping at White Rex. He saw a sticker. Uh, some wignet put a sticker on his dope on his dope block, bro. And he ordered clothes from White Rex. You can find that jumpsuit on willtorise.com, folks. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Shout out Rob Rundo. Oh, fuck, man. What is going on? Jesus Christ. But anyways, guys, man, I think that's about it. Let's see what this silly nigger in the black sun suit says. Let's get on out of here. And ask their thoughts on harm reduction programs. I couldn't, I couldn't be clean like how it is right now. Because, see, they, they, these <laughs> addicts here, they kind of enable them. They call themselves helping them, but they enable them. They give them rooms, they give them dopes, they give them syringes, they give them all kinds of Look stuff. Look at all like, that shit, dude. Look at all of that shit. They can go up there to Lincoln City, Lincoln City and sit down and get hot. What would your message then be to the San Francisco government that is kind of funding a lot of these harm reduction programs? What mm -hmm. would your message to them be? That they doing a lot more harm than they is helping them with the harm reduction approach. You know, that because see, like what he say, what we doing, we... We have programs which is completely abstinence, abstinence-based. But this particular program <laughs> right here on the corner, it's a collaborative with the Department of Public Health, the adult probation, and, and the Department induction. of Public Health. They pro-harm reduction. Yeah. But we told them, we got real caught up with them and say, look, we ain't, we ain't really doing that harm reduction shit. Shit don't work. You know what I mean? Look, look at the streets now. Gun's got you know, a fucking very interesting you know, shit around his shoulder. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Did you not hear yeah. that? 
We were they just focus. talking about him. Yeah, we were just uh, talking about him fuck, wearing sorry. a black sun. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was typing my response to the fucking Sheen chat, saying, okay, uh, I brought it uh, up. It's still working on my end. Yeah, no, <laughs> we, 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 we noticed that as soon as it started, this nigga's got a black suit. He's got a fucking uh, uh, white Rex outfit on. He's got a white Rex jumpsuit. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. I've got the headset on and I fucking completely missed it. I'm too busy fucking suit. looking at my fingers while uh, I was typing. Uh, fuck, man. <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, yeah, there you is, have it, guys. Harm, harm, harm Induction. You know, there's maybe a show title. Harm, the Harm Induction Center. Harm Production. Production. Yeah, harm Production. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Unbelievable. Jesus Christ, man. Well, guys, thank you all very much for being here, man. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope you all enjoyed that surprise there at the beginning. My beautiful mug, huh? Blessing the, <laughs> <laughs> blessing the screen for a little bit. Uh, thank you all very much for being here. Thank you all very much to everybody who donated. Let me look in there. Oh, hey, Wallums, what's up, brother? He says, Merry Christmas. Or, no, that was Hadrian. I'm sorry. Wallums says, Fuck, I missed the first two hours. Hope you had a good Christmas, brother. I had a great Christmas, bro. I hope you had a great Christmas as well and got to spend it with the ones you love most. We're about to get out of here, but I am going to be uploading this and, uh, thursday's episode all is one tonight it's gonna be a while but i'm gonna go down there and get it edited and uploaded tonight uh so it'll be up for you here in a couple hours brother uh thank you for the donation thank you for stopping by hadrian what's up brother he says merry christmas and happy new year happy new year merry christmas to you brother i hope you had a great one thank you very much for the donation uh Heave watch says 13 months sober off meth i got a job bought a truck and saved 20 grand for some land it's hard for some i know lucky for me it was easy god bless you brother God bless you. That's great to hear. I'm glad you were able yeah. to kick that demon, man. Uh, and thank you very much to everyone else who donated. We know Thug of the Goat, Chain Reaction, Spy Hunter, J Fox, MGC, Ascot Bro, they call me Perp, Abe Froman, Beefy, Adult White Female, Nazi Dog, Night Nation, Chimp Blaster, uh, Hail, uh, O Slash, and Face and Flint. Thank you all very, very much for all the donations. I greatly appreciate it. Guys, Mr. White Tuber. Uh, what do you got to say on the way out of here, man? Nah, good show. Thank, uh, thanks for letting me on. It was a lot of fun hanging out with you boys, and um, g- a good talk tonight. And I'll be on tomorrow for Daytime TV, 11 a.m. Yeah, it was, it was a blast having you on again, brother. Yeah, guys, yeah. definitely go check out Daytime TV. White Thuber keeps y'all entertained during the day, man. Yeah. Uh, that shit's important. Appreciate we ain't got nobody else doing shit during the day, man. It's good to have it, so go check that out for sure. Uh, brother Tipsy, you got anything you want to say on the way out of here? Uh, not really, man. I don't like to self-promote. But uh, I, I will be doing maybe a show or two before my standard Sunday or your guys' Saturday before Tuba does Saturday White Live. But re- real quick, though, be, before we get out of here, Fash, uh, can, can you share the screen I'm sharing to the boys in StreamYard so like they can see that I'm not lying about Shing being active on my end? Because <laughs> it's fucking working, bro. This preoccupied with this shit. Dude, no, because it's fucking annoying the shit out of me. Like uh, the Shing Chat's been fucking kvetching about it, fucking for half the show. That like, it, why is it just audio today? And I'm like, can't. Like, there is hundred percent. Right. So here's Tipsy's screen with one million windows open. <laughs> this nigga Tipsy's got a million fucking windows open up there. Uh, you got a good computer there, brother. But yeah, there's. Uh, yeah, there's Tipsy's computer. Everything working great over there on Shane. What's up, Vern? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know why. <laughs> Fjord Lethal. I, that's all I can see over there is the Vern and Fjord Lethal. What's up, Shane? Uh, I'll start having that channel back. I thought Shane was done. I didn't even know it was still a thing. So that's why I haven't been talking to you guys, man. My bad. Well, uh, that's why I, I kind of assumed that like a, the video wasn't working on their end because Shane was like, you know, 
closing things down <laughs> or whatever. But like I, I had the video the whole show. It was show. down for maintenance earlier. Yeah, but yeah. No, the, the whole Shing Chat's going like, nah, nah, we, we've only got audio. Hmm. They, they, they thought yeah, it was because, oh, you didn't have to use camera and blah, 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 whatever. Might be a Shing thing. I, I told you, Shing fam. <laughs> yeah, it's up there and working. I don't know what was going on. but uh, it, well, It's working for me, at least, anyway. Yeah. Hell yeah, but Brother Akila, what are you going to say on the way out of here, brother? Um, well, uh, you know, I think a lot of people can say what I was talking about maybe is a big giant cope and everything. And maybe that's true. But, um, you know, uh, we have an obligation to be our best selves as national socialists. So if you really uh, want to uh, carry that moniker and, 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 and that's really what you believe in, you have an obligation um, to have that winning mentality and work and work and work every day. Um, either on yourself or on the betterment of your people. Um, I spent most of my Christmas thumbing through Mein Kampf. Um, so if you want to feel better about where things are going, um, disregard the outcome because um, that's what got us here. But uh, over the over the long term, you know, it's something that we can scale and, and reproduce. Um, so I encourage everybody to um, to do that, to, to read the source material of our ideology and get very familiar with it so we can avoid being subverted by fucking idiots like Martinez. If you want to hear me shit on that faggot, you can go on my channel, the National Socialist Fitness Club on Telegram, and uh, don't watch him. Don't put your money there. Fuck that dude. I won't elaborate more, but you can hear me do that on my channel if you'd like to go see. So um, I always appreciate the opportunity, John. Uh, it's wonderful to be here. It's fun hanging out with Tuber again after a little while and tipsy. We hope we get your ching straightened out for the next time you're on, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, brother. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, no, brother Kilo, I don't think optimism, being optimistic is a cope. I actually think being black-pilled is more of a cope because I think when, when people are black-pilled, they, they throw their hands up and they don't have to do anything now, right? It's all worthless. There's yeah. no point in fighting because it's all you – know, so I actually think being black-pilled is more of a cope than being optimistic, in my opinion, brother, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, well, I'm going to stand by my – oh, no, sorry. Sorry, you finish your killer. I'm being an asshole and trying to talk over you. <laughs> no, I, I just, you know, I was just going to say, like, go take a good hard look in the mirror. Everybody, every day. What are you doing? What are you contributing? What's your day like? What's your routine like? Um, is it helping you? Is it helping your family? Is it helping your people? It's, it's the only thing we have. We have our credibility and we have the work we do. So, yeah, I agree, John. Like, it's, it's a bigger cope to hide in, 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 in the black pill um, and have a losing mentality. Like, if you want to lose, think like that. You know, for sure. I mean, there's enough fucking people trying to lose out here. We got to be winning. So, Else. yeah, because make, make no mistake about it. Although, uh, I did say, like, you know, I talked about the Gilliam Faith thing and said that's where my gut thinks is going to go. Um, like I've talked about with Southern Nordic before, um, the struggle is sacred and, yes. and, and the fight is precious, right? We fight even if, even if we know we're destined to lose, you have to fight anyway. Because what else do you do? You give up? Right. So the, the struggle is sacred and the fight is precious and we have to keep that fire alive in ourselves. Thank you all very, very much for being here. And as always, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. One people, one struggle. God bless y'all family. Oh, land of the fake home of the gay. Thank you. Thank you, brother. God bless you, man. Good night. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you. I'm out.
we'll look everywhere we go. But when the sinners find us, we won't hide. They'll come loud and they'll come fast. We shoot first and we can last. Keep your rifle by your side. Singing, oh Lord, this earth was made for us. Singing, oh Lord, this sinful life just ain't enough. So we'll take a stand, cause we must protect our land. Keep your rifle by your side. They'll come day and they'll come night. Have our children in their sights But if they don't have faith Their eyes are blind They can scream and they can shout But they can never stop us out Keep your rifle by your side Singing, oh Lord This earth was made for us Singing, oh Lord This sinful life just ain't enough When we hear the voice We know we have Keep your rifle by your side They'll have bombs and they'll have tanks Cause they've got money in their banks But we won't fall 